What's up, everyone? It's 9 o'clock on a Monday, which means we are back with another episode of Tough Scenes on WEGL 91.1 FM. I'm your host, Egan Shankleton. And I'm your co-host, Riley Zepp. And for the next hour, we will be talking all things sports here on the plains and around the globe. And, of course, our picks for the week. I hope you all enjoy the show, and let's get right into it. All right, we're back. Another episode of Tough Scenes, WEGL 91.1 FM. Um, it is 8.01 p.m. on April 25th. It means we only have like a week and a half left to school. Or actually two weeks. It is Monday. Yeah. Are but you, Are you going to be here over the summer? No, nah, I'm going back home. Yeah. You want to come down like once a week, do the show? Maybe. Yeah. Could do that. Because I'm, I've been thinking about. I didn't know if you were gonna be here or not. If we're gonna do it over the summer, if not, it's all right. But uh, we'll be back next fall. Yeah. Um. If not, are you gonna be able to do it next week? Because yeah, it should be. I think I will be able to do. So it's not the last show, of the of the semester. Hopefully. Um. But we'll see what happens. But uh, that was kind of a sad intro. Let's brighten up a little bit. Uh, the Nets are about to get swept. Nets are about to get swept. And, um, which they say that uh, Steve Nash is not getting fired. And Frank the Tank, Barstool uh, employee, just called Steve Nash. Steve Trash. Steve Trash. Yeah, but, okay, so this is a little bit, this can be a little bit of a spoilers podcast. Um, If you haven't watched uh, The Batman, the new one that just came out, it's on HBO Max now. And I watched it, and um, as if I, we're gonna talk about it today. So if you haven't watched it, um, turn this off for like twenty minutes, maybe, maybe might go on longer. Me and Riley are very passionate about superheroes, especially Batman. Batman is uh, Batman's our favorite superhero. We're not about Riley's, but it's my well, favorite it's superhero. yeah, it's it's mine. Like especially now, yeah. It def like it has solidified it, um, but not because of the new movie. Not because yeah, definitely not because okay. The new movie motivated me to watch the other movie. I don't want to hate on the new movie. But yeah, the new movie's a beautiful movie. In my opinion, the Christian Bale Batman's are better. Yeah, Christopher Nolan, the director of the Dark Knight trilogy. What else did Chris says Christopher Nolan direct? Inception, Interstellar, Dunkirk. Um, those are all really good movies that uh, uh, I like, haven't watched. Uh, what? You've I'm never not, watched Inception? No. Oh, I mean, he did. He I did, might have watched Inception. He done. He did a new one with. Uh, no, I never watched Inception. It's similar to Inception. It's called Tenet. I think I did watch Interstellar though. See, I haven't watched that one yet. Is uh, that the one where? Uh, it has Matthew McConaughey in it. They're going there. It's like a, a space type movie. I think I've seen that movie. Um, he did yeah, Dunkirk. You know, I watched like half of Dunkirk. Wasn't I've seen Dunkirk. Um, but that's because I'm not really. I don't know if. Oh yeah, I, I do remember when. Okay, I did watch Interstellar. Yeah, that's the only. I haven't watched Tenet, and then he has a movie called Memento, which I think was his first one, and then Prestige and Insomnia. I haven't watched those, but I've. So growing up. I was not really big in the superhero movies, but I always liked 
them. I just didn't watch them. And then I've watched The Dark Knight a few times when it growing up, and it's I thought it was an awesome movie. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know till like a few years ago that it was actually part of a trilogy. And yeah. so I was like, oh, I'm meaning to watch it, meaning to watch it, and I haven't watched it yet. And then my roommate, huge Batman person. Yeah. And he was like, yo, let's just watch Batman. Let's watch the trilogy this week. And I was like, okay. I watched Batman Begins. Masterpiece. Oh, well, first good. I watched the newest one. Uh, Monday last the Batman last Monday called the Batman Robert Pattinson yeah good movie but it it, is it's not, not like it's, it's not like a Batman movie it's like it's just like a movie that has Batman as one of the characters he's like he is the main character but he's kind of not you know what I mean like he's kind of like it's mainly like the Riddler's movie and the Batman is like going on this like scavenger hunt. Well, the Dark Knight is kind of like Joker's movie, but it it then isn't at the same time. I think that's what they were trying to do. There wasn't enough fighting scenes in what in the Batman in the newest Batman. Yeah, it was just kind of weird how, like in the Dark Knight, there's like the beginning scene, which is really cool, and then oh uh, yeah, throughout the movie, he just like has like little like battles every once in a while, which is awesome, and then the final one is sick. Where he has like, yeah, where he has like the sonar, yeah, and he can and he has to take out all those people. In this gets... one, he like really didn't have to do much. Also, he lost. Yeah, like I mean, the city got flooded. Spoiler, sorry, but I mean, I mean, we are, but like, but yeah, like so, the Riddler did everything that he was in the dark planning to do. Yeah, in the Dark Knight trilogies, in the Dark Knight, he like saved everyone, right? Got him off the boats. They didn't die, and he well, also got yeah. the Joker caught. And then, in the uh, Dark Knight Rises, he takes the Duke out, and they think he dies, but he doesn't. Yeah, and then in Batman Begins, he s- saves the town from the fear toxin that yeah. Scarecrow was putting in the water. That uh, Liam Neeson, I can never pronounce his name in the movie right. I will find you. <laughs> and uh, they had the microwave transmitter. Yeah, and he he saved all those people. Yeah. In the Batman, the Riddler like executed his entire plan. He flooded the city. He, he flood like he and Batman just kind of like like he helped out a little bit, I guess. But he didn't really do much. I also I didn't like how it, Robert Patton like Robert Patton's Robert Pattinson's Batman was so like depressed the whole time. I feel like that's more realistic though. It probably is more realistic, but I didn't like it that much. I like the grungy Batman. I like you see a little too sad. I like the reason why I like Batman. Something's in the way. I like the new or not the new (laughs) banger. Uh, I like Batman more than any other superhero because of how like dark, I guess, and like the setting, like Gotham, and like how like gritty it is and stuff. Yeah. So I kind of liked like the grungy Batman, and that's why I liked the Dark Knight trilogy so much. But like, obviously, different director. Like he made Gotham just different. Yeah, I feel like Robert Pattinson's Batman was just like it was emo Batman. Yeah, a tad just like a tad too much. Yeah, um, and then Christian Bale, like he's just but a different. Robert Pattinson emo. did like look cool in the movie when he uh like his suit looked good. I'm trying to think what the Batmobile looks like. 
The Batmobile was awesome, which was also a missing piece. So part of the part of the reason why the Dark Knight was better than the new Batman was because of uh, Lucius Fox. Yes. Um, Morgan Freeman's character was just not in the Batman, the new one. Yeah. And so I thought that was kind of like they were missing that. And Alfred, of like, of course, like, granted, he did get like shot or blown up in the Batman, which put him in the hospital, so he wasn't in the movie that much. Oh yeah. But like he re- like Alfred just wasn't in the movie much at all. And the person who played Alfred, what was his name? Andy Circus. I did not know who it was previously. Is that how you say his last name? Circus. Uh... He's only fifty eight, and he looks he looks pretty good for fifty eight. And so, like, I I want Alfred to be eighty five years old. <laughs> okay. Uh, John Turturro was in the movie. Awesome. I liked that a lot. Even though his his character wasn't a funny guy, he still kind of was a little funny in his uh in his role. Wait, who is that? John Turturro. He was Carmine Falcone. Oh, oh, okay. He's super funny actor. He was in, uh, well, you told me you haven't seen Transformers, but he was in Transformers, which was super funny. He was in, uh, Zohan with Adam Sandler. He's also in, uh, the, the Jesus Rolls movie, that stupid, like, bowling movie. Uh, I, I know what you're talking about. I haven't seen it, but I know what you're talking about. But, yeah, but... He is a uh, the Batmobile in the new Batman was pretty cool because it was like a muscle car, but the, the yeah. one in the one in the Dark Knight trilogy. The one in the was, Dark Knight is like not even a car. It's well, that's it's just so cool. I just love that trilogy so much, and I hate to compare other Batmans to it because it's. Just, but we have to. Yeah, but yeah, we have to. I hate to do it because this Batman was actually really good. It's just missing so much. It's I don't know. I wish Nolan had uh, a, a a Batman movie with the Riddler in it because that is. Like probably the, the most was this, interesting villain. I that's why it was such a good movie. He was like, yeah, he probably what like, cause you never you can't figure it out, and you have to actually know what like riddles. All of his rid like he so every time he killed someone, he left he taped like a letter to their chest or whatever that said for the Batman, and there was a riddle in it, and the answer to the riddle would like give Batman another clue, and I had no I didn't know any of the riddles. Thank God Batman did. Yeah. Because I didn't. And Mr. G- uh, Police Chief Gordon guy, he didn't know it either. But thank God for Batman. He knew. He knows all the riddles. Yeah. Uh, that one in the at the funeral was an interesting one. It was pretty cool how they showed like how corrupt Gotham was. Yeah, Gotham I did was like, like really too. bad. Yeah. Gotham. I also that their like club thing. Yeah. Is the biggest building I've ever seen in my life. When you get inside of it, it looks so big. I wonder what. Like this movie's obviously setting up a a sequel. Oh yeah, it's definitely like. And at the end, like it had Joker laughing. At yeah, the, so at Joker. Arkham Asylum, I'm assuming. Yeah, so they're in like some, either in like an asylum or a prison, but like you know, like maximum security type stuff. Like they're yeah. not getting out, and the Riddler and the Joker are in the cells next to each other, and then it kind of like has the Riddler doing like a little bit of like inflection, like he like. He thought this is what he wanted to do, but then now, like, when he actually ended up in jail, he was, like, kind of, like, losing his mind. And then, like, as soon as, like, he's kind of talking about that, like, going through that, you hear, like, the Joker start laughing, and then the Riddler starts laughing with him, and it, yeah. then the movie just ends. Yeah. Instead of, like, DC movies, they don't have, like, that post credit scene, like, that Marvel movie Apparently, scene. a post credit scene was released, and I watched it. Oh, really? And it literally is just the beginning part of the movie. Huh. 
It just shows like the mayor. Uh, no, was okay, that the Riddler's what it shows. The here's what it shows. So, you know how like it, it, the movie begins with the mayor dead, right? Mm-hmm. So it shows like the mayor, and then it kind of like pans a little bit to the right, and there's the Riddler behind him. Yeah. And then so like the Riddler kills him, which is like not really showing that much stuff. But then there's another person in the room. Oh. So there's the Riddler, like the, the Riddler's legs, and then someone else walks up in the room. Huh. And that's who we don't know who it is. Some huh. people think it's some people think it's the uh who's the next guy that got killed? Like the police chief or whatever. Oh uh, the not the commissioner. Was it the commissioner? I don't think so. But it was a lot of people speculate it was that guy. Uh, and it could have been it could have been uh Catwoman's friend. No, it could have no, been Catwoman's no. friend. Maybe she want no, but it, I think it was Penguin. Could have been another. Who another could it villain? have been? I don't know, but there's another person in the room. Yeah, and the next that's one, awesome. The next one, you know, I think they're. Her Pattinson's got to get to work, start laying down the wood on everybody. Yeah. Next movie, he's got to beat up everybody. And what. I, I do like how uh, Gotham is it's just always raining, except in, like, the Dark Knight trilogy where it's never raining. Yeah. Um, but, like, because that, that's just how good – he could show how bad Gotham is without it raining, Christopher Nolan. But I do true. like the you rain. You just need the rain. I do like the rain, though. Yeah, the rain – sometimes the rain – there's a couple parts where it started raining, I think, in the Dark Knight trilogies. Yeah, I mean, for like thirty seconds, and then Batman would kill like five people, and then dip. Yeah, the uh, I don't know which one I like. Also, the most. some it's better like just all time quotes from the Dark Knight trilogy. Yeah, be like, I won't, I won't die from a fall of this height. I'm counting on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he, he drops. <laughs> and he just uh, drops the guy. That was Falcone. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. Also, um, I'm not wearing hockey pads. What's the difference between me and you? What gives you the right? I'm not wearing hockey pads. Scare Scarecrow was fantastic. Yeah. I I wish I wasn't that Killian Murphy the uh, yeah Peaky Blinders Peaky Blinders yeah. Uh, I was like I know that guy from somewhere I know that guy, and then I was wondering the entire time in Batman Begins like the first hour and a half who the villain is going to be. Cause it, like first hour, hour and a half yeah, is you like don't a know. origin story, and you have like no clue. I'm like, no who's idea. the villain? And I asked my roommate who was watching it, who's the villain? And literally like 15 seconds later, Scarecrow, like he's interrogating, uh, I think it's Falcone. Yeah. And uh, and Scarecrow releases his fear toxin. I'm like, oh, Scarecrow, Scarecrow. But then like I was like, ah, that can't be. That can't. That can't be. Uh, yeah, it's not like. I don't know. It's not the best. That like, can't be like the the main villain. Yeah, he's got to be someone more like powerful. And then Liam Neeson shows up to his house party. That was I was like, oh man. Oh jeez. All right. Well, we got to go to the PSAs, um, and then I guess we'll wrap up our Batman review. And then what do you want to get into? Um, in the NBA playoffs. A little NBA talk. Uh, well, what's the what's the score? What's the score right now? Score right now. Um, Celtics. Celtics are winning. Yeah, Celtics are winning by eight. Oh, it's not a lot. Uh, but there's only four minutes and thirty seconds left, so Celtics uh, might complete the sweep in the next segment. We'll see. Uh, but we'll be back. 
What's up, everybody? Listen to Tough Scenes, 91.1 FM. Um, I just watched a video on Twitter of a uh, Call of Duty LAN tournament at a hotel uh, conference area. and uh, They got they got argue. They got into it. Yeah, they got into it uh, verbally, not physically, of course, because they're Call of Duty players. Um, they're esports athletes. Yeah. Um, which I am semi-professional esports athlete um, because I am almost in the elite ranks of Call of Duty Vanguard ranked play. So I should I could be an esports F1 player. You think so? The only games I play is NASCAR and F1. Uh I've been playing the Batman game. I got the Batman uh, Arkham series $8, got all the DLCs, <coughs> so I have really cool uh bat suits and batmobiles and uh it's pretty interesting. I'm really bad at this game though because I've never really played these single player uh story games. type games. Yeah, yeah, we got like I have to like use because I'm fighting Scarecrow right now, but you also can fight the Riddler at the same time, like, f- like uh, build up to the fight at least. And yeah, uh, well, obviously the, like the Riddler one's kind of difficult. How do you do it? Do you just like pull up to a spot and he's there, and you just fight him? Well, right now, uh, or do you have to find him? Uh, right now, I'm fighting more Scarecrow and Scarecrow's hook. Um, Scarecrow and his men took over Gotham because. Uh, he released his fear toxin on somebody, and somebody like shot up a diner, and then he like uh, went to a like a live like a press conference thing, and then said like this is only the start. Uh, leave Gotham. So basically, it's like these bombs planted around Gotham. Yeah. And, like, so the, you gotta go kill. Every, you gotta go save all uh, save all people. Get all the bombs. Well, a lot of people in Gotham evacuated, so then he took over Gotham with like he hired like a oh. private military, and you know, like you're kind of fighting that, but. He also has like this fear toxin, like cooking. All of, I don't know. I'm in the very beginning of it because it takes me a very long time to uh, figure out what to do because I'm like I'm stupid. But he took uh, Gordon's daughter, who was Batwoman. No. And uh, but became the Oracle because she was paralyzed and by the Joker. And then the Joker's in Batman's head the entire... So, there's a lot of, like, jump scares in this, dude. Like, I'm like, oh... oh. I don't like that. Yeah, no, I didn't know it was coming. And Joker scared me so bad. One, like, the beginning of the game, uh, you're, like, stopping this the bombs at the Ace Chemical. And, uh... And then, like, it just pops out? Yeah, you That's turn around. Worst, and I was dude. like, oh! And then he does it again. And Stop also... Stop doing that, Joker. It's not cool, dude. Also, shout out uh, JP. He texted me... He said, I'm not wearing hockey pair. And he meant to say pads. And he's like, oh, I can't type. Dude, so, that, the Dark JP. Knight is okay, we'll we'll give our final opinions on the uh the Batman movie. Christopher Nolan goat. The Dark Knight there. is better because it has uh Lucius Fox. Well the whole trilogy is better. And Alfred. Dude, I think the second the Batman movie though with Robert Pattinson could be like Amazing. Do, do you think he has to fight Riddler and the Joker? I don't know. Like it might be because dude, those two together, there's no way you're ever figuring that out. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, they, like they both like. Well, then we might see a little Robin action. Maybe Robin will come in and Catwoman. Catwoman. Zoe Kravitz is uh, very attractive. Very attractive. We'll yeah. say that. That's it. See, Catwoman in. Uh, the Dark Knight Rises was like a way better Catwoman, I think. Oh, Anne Hathaway. Yeah, because she, like, she was like the co- the comic Catwoman. Like, she wasn't a friend of Batman, but she kind of was. Yeah. But like, she also set up Batman to almost die, uh, to Bane. 
which they also did a great job of doing that Bane yeah, just Zoe Kravitz Batman. was kind of doing like her own thing in the movie too. Yeah, I lo- I mean, I don't think it was a bad job or, or anything. It wasn't, it wasn't her fault. Like she well, did like, a good job as Catwoman. It was yeah. just like the story was just not like, kind of what I, I just think know. yeah. It was weird. It's just definitely like it's, a 6-hour movie they just cut in half. Yeah, I really like the next one might be a masterpiece. It has to be, dude, cuz Batman literally lost. So he has to like. What if he just keeps losing? Like, what if the next like two movies he just loses? he's just like doing like damage control for Gotham, like, yeah. not letting him get too too bad. <laughs> yeah, I hope the next movie starts off with him, uh, like, cause it, it ended with he's like water. yeah, it ended with him like helping people out in the flood, right? At Gotham uh, Square Garden. <laughs> yeah, Gotham Square Garden. <laughs> yes, they're in an arena in Gotham. We, me and Riley said Gotham is a little bit of Chicago, a little bit of Philadelphia, the brotherly love in there. Yeah. There's some, there's some, uh, Gordon and Batman have brotherly love, so a little bit of Philly. Uh, and then all, uh, all of the Bronx. And a little bit of Cleveland for just the rain every day. Yeah. And like, dr- dr- um, I can't say it, dreariness, D-R-U-R-Y. That's how you say that? Whatever, I can't speak. Um, dr- just dark. Dr- yeah, like dark. Gray. Gray. gray tones. A little bit of Cleveland, and then just throw it in the Bronx. Yeah. And that's Gotham. And then you have a little bit of uh, Seattle uh, as well with the rain and the uh, the music, the grunge music. True, the grunge music. Yeah, so if you didn't, uh, what's the what's the songs by Nirvana? It's, you know it's called Something in the Way by Nirvana. Something in the Way. That was like the... Uh, it wasn't the only song, but that was like the main song. That was like the main song they played. And it, it's Kurt Cobain, uh, like wrote it. it. He literally wrote it underneath a bridge. I, there, there's a backstory on the song. I used to be a something huge, huge Nirvana way. fan, and he he wrote it under a bridge. And he says something in the way probably like thirty times in the song. Um, the song is just the cor- basically the chorus repeated like four times. Yeah, but it's and that's song, all they though. played in the movie too. Is just like. The course part. Yeah. How did Alfred? Alfred. Oh yeah. Alfred got blown up because the yeah. Riddler sent the letter. Because he, the Riddler was trying to kill Bruce Wayne. Yeah. The Riddler sent that box or whatever. It was like a small little box. Yeah. And then Bruce Wayne like knew about it or he figured out about it, but it was too late. It was too late. And uh, Riddler had gotten there first. What would what do you think of Robert Pattinson's uh, Batman voice? It was good. I mean, it's a hard voice to do for sure. Do you think? Uh, <laughs> You think Rachel should be Bella from Twilight, and then the Joker could be uh, Taylor Lautner? Oh, that would be cool. <laughs> Wait, so this is are a they just, show, are they just the gonna go with like the like the last Joker, like the Jared Leto guy? Uh, no, no. Or are they gonna go? Wait, he wasn't the last Joker. Who is uh, Walking Phoenix? Is he gonna be the? That guy? would be is that would be really good. I I that would be really cool to see. Um. No one will ever beat Heath Ledger, though. Yeah, I know. That R- was, like, R-P. probably the best movie role ever. They killed it. They That movie is a masterpiece. I don't think it's the best Batman movie, but it's the best, mo- like, movie involving any superhero ever made, and I don't think it'll be top. Yeah. I liked, okay, so I liked the Batman. I just, at the end of it, I was like, he literally lost. Like, he lost. What the heck? Yeah, he lost. I, I came here, and I sat here for three hours to watch him lose. I thought I wanted to see Batman win. He lost, but he won kind of because of the of all the corruption, and he, he obviously arrested the Riddler. Um, yeah, 
I don't know. It's it was a good movie though. It is a good movie. It's just, yeah. The next one very might be movie. might be very very good. Um, I was asking. So last night I was watching my friends uh, Guardians of the Galaxy again, and I asked him. I was like, if you could be any superhero, but you had to like live in their world, like who would you be? Uh huh. Because I, I, I was saying, like, the safe pick would obviously be Tony Stark because he could live on Earth. And yeah. you're a billionaire. Yeah. And then, like, one of my friends said Thor, but then I was like, then you got to live, like, in Asgard. Yeah. And, like, I don't know if that's, like, if you really want to do that. Spider-Man. Spider-Man's up there. Yeah, but, like, but you'd have to, like, you're a kid. you gotta go, you got to go to high school. Yeah, but you're Spider-Man, dude. Dude, that's, I know, but high school sucks. I, see, I would say Batman, but I love my parents. They're avid yeah, listeners and you, of the show. And you don't have, like, really any friends. Can't, like, go to yeah. the bar with the boys. Well. Can't just go have a pint. Yeah. I guess you can with, uh, go have a pint with Alfred. Yeah. Alfred will serve you up a pint. And Lucius. I, I was telling Riley this, too. Um, I was watching the, uh... I was really bored today, and I watched like twenty minutes of the uh, the live stream of Amber Heard and Johnny Depp's thing, and uh, so they lived in, um, they lived in England somewhere for like a month while he was doing a movie, and this guy was their butler, and I, he's he is Alfred, he's Alfred just forty years younger, like he's real, he's so put together, sounds exactly like him. Yes, sir. Oh, sorry, Master sorry. Master Depp. <laughs> yeah, Master Depp, uh, Master Judge, Master Lawyer, sir. And, dude, and he sounded exactly like Alfred, and I just, like, didn't know that. I thought maybe, like, the queen would have a butler, and, like, he called it a house manager, which which that's what he called. And I was like, I didn't know that, like, if you were just rich, you had one of those. And I was like, if I ever get rich, like Johnny Depp, that is the first thing I'm buying. Or I wouldn't buy it, but, like pay for his service yeah like yeah. <laughs> but he's got to sound just like alfred and he's got to be old and his name has to be Alfred. and it's not like i know like different parts of england have different accents it's got to be alfred's accent yeah and like i would just be the happiest guy in the world i'd just be like well you just like just talk to me like i'm batman just be like egan you gotta hop in the right what? corridor what? <laughs> in the 42nd floor and jump down and egan why do we fall <laughs> to, to learn to get up <laughs> Excuse me, excuse me, sir. Uh, how do you try to catch this guy? Will you tell me the Alfred story about when you burn the forest, the forest down? down to find uh Alfred? How do you find him? <laughs> we burn the forest down, sir. <laughs> you never quit believing in me, Alfred. <laughs> never, <laughs> never. <laughs> Dude, Alfred is so cool. Alfred is. They, they, I think I'd watch a movie just on Alfred. Yeah, you show me the Alfred backstory. Yeah, dude, what if they made an Alfred movie where he was like, like he's eighty something now, so he's Bruce Wayne's like, but he used to be Thomas Wayne's like bodyguard, and he was in like the Secret Service, Uh, and he was just like an ant. Because man, he did say he was in the forest, and he had to find that guy. Yeah, and they burned the forest, so he was in some sort of Secret Service. Yeah, I think it was. Dude, that'd be so sick. There's an Alfred movie where he's just like. Like sick. a Black Widow, but a dude. Yeah, that'd be so sick. Yeah, that'd be. Just, maybe he was he was in the darkness before Bruce Wayne got there. Yeah. In that little pit in Batman Begins. Like the the the, the cave, the, the cave. southeast corner, the southeast dude. Oh. A lot of potential here. A lot of potential here. And, Christopher uh, Nolan making an Alfred movie. Yeah. Or well, actually, 
we can do it. We could. Um, hey, shot on shot on iPhone. Yeah, <laughs> seen those seen those commercials. They make some beautiful videos. Yeah, and that's what that's what we're gonna do. That's what we're gonna do. Alfred movie in the works. Uh, I don't know who's gonna play Alfred. Uh, if, you, Alfred. if y'all have a good uh, like a <laughs> Alfred is playing Alfred. Yeah. Uh, if y'all have like a cool grandpa, we'll, we'll get the guy from John. We'll get Johnny Depp's old butler. Yeah. <laughs> get him to play it. Yeah. But like, we're gonna make him. Dude, old. it was so funny. He's in court too. And they're like, did you, um, did you ever see any arguments between Mrs. Hurd and Mr. Depp? He's like, oh uh, yeah, all the time. I was <laughs> 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 you know, like, bro, you're only their butler for a month. They, Only a month? Yeah, they were like, just argue, bro. There's he he said one time, uh, one of the arguments started because they're sitting in their TV room or their movie room watching a movie, and Johnny Depp takes his Maybe hand, takes his arm off Amber Heard, and she goes, "Johnny, you don't love me anymore." <laughs> <laughs> and then they started fighting, and they like imagine to be in court, and you're like, "Can you recall some of those arguments and what was said?" And he's like. You you really want to know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, uh, Amber Heard was acting like she's twelve years old. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, we gotta go to PSAs. Uh, maybe we'll talk about sports when we come back. Yeah, we uh, might, or we we'll just keep talking about superheroes. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, Bane did like ex- like blow up that that football uh, state. Yeah, with he Heinz blew up, Ward yeah, he, and he, Ben Roethlisberger. He blew up Heinz Field. He blew up Heinz Field. He killed Big Ben. Yeah, Heinz Ward lived though. I swore. I mean, he he was running know. that ball in the end zone, and then four four forty. Yeah, yeah. Any slower, you would have died. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, we'll be back. We're back. You listen to tough We're scenes. W E G L ninety one point one FM, and the Nets got swept. The Nets got swept. Jason Tatum, best Get out. player in the world. Get out of here. That is crazy. Egan's literally said this over the break. You would have told any of us that Kyrie Irving and uh, a team with Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant and uh, Blake Griffin. And all those guys. Like, and, literally, the rest are Patty, Patty, Mills. Patty Mills, Goran Dragic. Uh, LaMarcus Aldridge. LaMarcus Aldridge. Uh, would he got swept in the first round. Too. We would not have believed you. Yeah, I would not have believed you. But and it's like, alas. Celtics just, I think this goes to show, if you – have some big name if you don't have the biggest names, but you have big names like the Celtics, and you just like have and you just play like really good basketball fundamentally, play good defense, play good like do good rebounding, you will win. Yeah, I like Marcus and Smart is might be my favorite player in the NBA like right now. He can guard anybody on because the, the Cavs aren't playing. Marcus Smart is my favorite player. I like Jason Tatum a lot. Uh, even though he's a Duke alum, alum, I guess he's just very. But I really like Jason. Tatum. It's just really fun to watch him play Jaylen basketball because he's Brown's so like, like Jason Tatum is just so smooth. Yeah, he, he kind of like his shot. Is well, he just, can do anything. His shot's super fluid. He can. He just has really nice like jumpers. Like, dude, that's just a good shot. But he's also like big. Like, yeah, and he he's can, also six ten. He can use like that. Yeah. Like he's like muscular too. Half though. of his like, shots, can, I'm just like, he can be physical if he wants. To half of his shots, I'm just like, it's a good shot. Yeah, like, it's like, <laughs> it's like, like that is just a good shot. It's like, he's not as good like as a scorer as KD, like all time yet, obviously. And, but he's yeah. still really young, Jason Tatum, and he's like a more physical KD, I think. But yeah, he can, he's definitely thicker than and like KD. can play uh, better defense probably. Katie, I think but they don't. Katie is really, a really good defender, yeah. though, because yeah. he's so long. Yeah, 
I agree. Um, but uh, he's not like I guess he's not really like. A, Let's see if I can find how many turnovers. He were could in be this like game. a Carmelo, but not as much as a ball hog type. Like if we yeah. had to make a comparison, I mean Tatum's really just his own type of player, I guess. Like he's just they compare him to Kobe because of like the mid range. Well, stuff. everyone compares. Yeah, anybody that doesn't take threes compare like they compare him to Kobe. Yeah. Which is like not really. So fair. Had Jason Tatum had twenty nine points again tonight. Let yeah. me see if which I can isn't find like, I mean, turnovers. That's, that's kind of surprising. I thought you would like oh, Tatum has been balling. Like, the Nets think, actually only had ten turnovers to the Celtics thirteen. Marcus Smart had a double double. I love Marcus Smart. I remember watching him get ejected in college when oh, he was the, at Oklahoma State. When he yelled at the fan. I thought he got ejected for two technicals for hanging on the rim, but. That also oh, well, happened too. I think he got like he got ejected and he yelled at a fan or something like that. Yeah, Tatum. But, yeah, Tatum only had twenty nine. Which hot take? Only twenty nine. Only twenty nine. But uh, oh, Spur for Life. Derek White had uh, nine, six, and two. Kevin Durant uh, did play well. He had thirty nine points, eight assists, and six rebounds. Uh, he was trying not to get swept, but um, no one else really helped him out. Kyrie they also have Seth Curry on their team. Yeah, he had 23. Yeah, they just had no, absolutely no help from their bench. Yeah. Patty Mills, five points. Blake, Blake Griffin, Griffin, 18 minutes, zero points. Damn it, three Dude, rebounds. is Ben Simmons going to ever come back? I, I don't care anymore. Like, I like Ben Simmons as a basketball player because – He's really, really talented at everything in basketball except the part that uh, helps you win probably the most, which is putting the ball through the hoop. He's not very good at that. But he can pass very well. He's big, can play defense. Well, he's just like – Has great court vision. Doing everything to not play. But, yeah, he's just – well, he refuses to play basketball. He refuses to play basketball. Like, he he has been healthy, and he just – every day he's like – my IQ is so high that when I play with KD and Kyrie, we are going to tear it up. Dude, I really like if he would have played and if he was 100%, I, I really think they that they would have won. won some games. I don't know if they would have, like, the Celtics are very, very good right now. I think they, like, would have had a really good chance to win the series because you just put, just be like Ben, literally don't touch the ball on offense. I mean, or you can take the ball up the court and pass it immediately, but all you have to do is guard Jason Tatum. Yeah. And I think that. Would have, I bet you Jason Tatum would have had like eight less points a game, two fifty, and is really athletic. He just, just does not want to play at all. And he was like wearing the most like ridiculous outfit. Yeah, and uh, too. Like, I, I mean, apparently. All right, let me just click on this ESPN article here. So apparently they met with him. The Nets did. He was met, supposed to play. Yeah, he's supposed to play. And after meeting with Brooklyn Nets, mental health remains focus of Ben Simmons' return. So he's pretty, so he's healthy, like he can play. He's just still sitting out with like the mental health issues. Yeah, which, which me and Riley don't want to like. Yeah, I don't want to like make down any mental health issues. Yeah. But we we all have, you know, we all, we can all have better mental health. But know? like, but. I thought it was a physical injury. I thought it was his back that was hurting or something like that. Apparently. I didn't know his mental health stuff, but um, I, I know he's it was had too, a but history. I think that was the problem, but now it, right now it's turning into 
because this is from Adrian Wojnarowski at Forbes. Woj, who is probably the most Reputable? trustworthy NBA guy. Maybe if not him, probably Shams. 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 Yeah, yeah, it is Shams. Is it Shams? I don't know. I just always hear it Shams, but it's spelled like Shams. Yeah, it probably is Shams. If yeah, but that was at four thirty p.m. today, so that was only four hours ago that the Brooklyn Nets met with him. I th- I mean I just don't know. I don't know if there's he's in a good position because he's he's on the team and he's getting paid a lot of money, so like he can kind of do not what he wants, but any other job where you're like, no, I'm not doing it. You probably get fired. You're getting fired. Yeah. But luckily yeah. for Ben Simmons, he's not. He's got some cool outfits. It's in fashion, you can see. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that's about all he's been doing. Which I like. You want to feel bad for him, but at the same time, you don't. Like, just constantly going back and forth for like feeling bad for him and like, dude, what the heck? Yeah. But uh. So that was one series that already ended. Let's go to some other um, NBA series. The Pelicans and Suns is getting very interesting. Yeah, so that's probably the best. And, uh, I mean, the Bucks and Bulls have not been terrible either. Bucks and Bulls games have been very good as well, except for except for the last one. I think it was, wasn't the last game pretty lopsided? It was 119-95, to 95, but the yeah. one that Chicago but won was. For most of them, electric. they've been very good. And then the Hawks, Trey Young had that game winner. But I mean, the Hawks are done. I think. Yeah, I think the Hawks are. Um, do it. If the Heat somehow won the finals this year, they should give the MVP trophy to Eric Spolstra. <laughs> yeah, and they and his goatee, like goatee of the year. Yeah, like they need to give the MVP to Eric Spolstra because the Heat have zero big names. I want to say they have zero big names, but they have like not the biggest names. They don't have like, like the. They have no 90s. They just have a really good team. They've yes. got uh, no 90s in NBA 2K. Jay, Jay Butler. Butler's like an 89. Okay, he should be a 90. Uh, Bam should be a 90 as well. But they they don't have any 90s. They, and they are they have a the lot of number 80s. one seed. That's what I'm saying, dude. They just have a lot of 80s, and that never works in the 2K game. <laughs> Whenever I do my league and I do rebuilds, and I'm like, you know what? My team top to bottom is amazing. We got 80s all the way through, yeah. but, like, no big names. And then the the algorithm's like, no. Nope. You need LeBron or Kevin Durant if you're going to win. Now it's Luke, Luca. Uh, the Hawks always are pretty good. Yeah, um, if you have, uh, like, any young guy. Yeah, uh, the Grizzlies aren't bad. They still love Marvin Bagley the third for whatever reason. <laughs> really? Like, if, you t- if you pick him up on your team, he's, like, a 73 right now. If you give him playing time, though, five years, he's, like, an 89. I uh like they still are so high on him. I I I like the trade for Jonathan Isaac. Uh, I like to uh, play with the Pelicans and have Brandon Ingram and Zion. Yeah, I I haven't done a Pelicans one, but I've had Ingram. I did the Rockets. I had uh, Jalen Green. Yeah, Jalen Green, and then I had Brandon Ingram, and then do you have to do you have to download a draft class of Jalen Green or is he no like, no he's already on it? But I oh, download the game. I download the like the years to come. So I had. Brandon Egram, Jabari, and Jalen Green. Oh, yeah, Jabari? Same, yeah, all on the same team. And Jabari's in this draft class that I – every draft dude, class it's I download, so like, fun. Jabari turns out to be a beast. It's so – like, because whenever they make those draft classes that you can download, they always <laughs> – they make them so good. Like, those top three players are going to be, like, 90s by the end of year. Like, there's no bus in, like, Well, there, there's some, but, m- like, this year's draft – 
like, and I've downloaded different people's classes. You, there you, has not been a bus so far. You pick up, yeah, I know, there's no bus. I got Jaden Ivy at 10 uh, a couple nights ago. I'm doing a Nick. Because you, ha- like, when you make them, you have to, like, give them, like, their attributes. And, like, the only way to, like, make them a bust would be, like, there's no, like, like mental health in, like, the yeah, game. There's yeah. no, like, staying, like, like motivated you can't yeah. just be like turn like motivation down to zero so it's like a really good player but they're a bust like you have to like make them bad if you want them to be bad and obviously you're not going well, to because they're like lottery picks <laughs> sometimes so they're all they're none of them are bust sometimes they'll just be a random team that tri- like makes a stupid trade it's usually the kings which is the hilarious. Kings. <laughs> <laughs> which, the kings make the stupidest trades in 2k like i've seen the kings i've seen them trade back before and get some good players, but then they always turn out to like not be good. Like they've traded back with the Thunder once. The Thunder usually are crazy by like year four in any rebuild because they have so many picks. Yeah, and they're none of them are ever bust. Yeah, and but I've seen them. I saw them trade Shea, Shea to the Kings no, dude. for like the third overall pick. But I've seen the Kings trade up. I've seen them trade like Vucevic. I think was it is it Vucevic? No, it's a uh, dude from the. Uh, the Pacers last year. Oh, Sabonis. Also- Sabonis. Yeah, I've tra- seen them trade like Sabonis or De'Aaron Fox, and then draft like a seventy-three overall. Dude, Sabonis like, like in every two K is like if you if you have like a top five pick and you're just like let me look at the trade offers, it's always Demontis Sabonis will be a <laughs> trade offer. Dude, I, he I, was I, on the Pacers, now he's on the Kings. The Kings will give him to you for free. I never trade back. And then in the twenty twenty three draft, like the year that year two draft. There's this dude named like Victor Juan Bayama, Juan Bayama, and he's from France. And it like they're it's real, and it's this seven three center, and he's li- like literally the best player you can draft. Oh, dude, there's a uh, in this year's draft. There's another Nikola Jokic, spelled the exact same. No, it's from Jovic. Jovic. Yeah, I drafted him. But like, it's still spelled eerily similar. Yeah. Like besides that one letter, the first name's exactly the same, last name's exactly the same, except for. I don't know what he looks like, but uh, in the game, they, the he's same. stretch four. The same. He's 6'10 from – they're from Slovenia, right? Uh, They're from Serbia. I know Jokic is from Serbia. I think this guy's from Slovenia. Luka's from Slovenia. Yeah, that's who it was. No, Luka's from Slovenia. Dude, I hate all those names. Why do they – like I, li- I don't – I like them. Too uh, hard to remember. Slovenia and Serbia. Dude, you would – you're yeah, pro-Yugoslavia. N- Nikola Jovic. <laughs> All right, well, we got to get PSAs, but uh, when we come back, we'll talk some more uh, basketball. <laughs> All right, we'll be back. What's up, everybody? We are <laughs> back. Tough Scenes, WEGL 91.1, and we're back. And let's talk some uh, some awards, some NBA awards that happened. Well, actually, we can talk some more playoffs, and we'll talk about the awards. Yeah, so I'm going to pull up just all the playoff series right now. Uh, the Raptors are still winning. Uh, they're down 3-1 to the Sixers. They were down 3-0, and they've decided to play basketball. Uh, the Warriors are going to gentlemen sweep the Nuggets, I think. As well with the Heat, and yeah. I don't, I really don't know what's going to happen in the Suns Pelicans. Yeah, so series. I haven't Devin watched the Booker game from that yet. Actually, last night's game was really good. If you're a Pelicans fan, um, so Devin Booker went down in Game Two, I believe. Which I don't know, is it like a sprained ankle? It's something where he's know. only. It's something where he's out for only about like two to three weeks, but. 
I think this series will end before he comes back. And the two games that he hasn't been there, or he went down game three, not game two. And the two games that he hasn't been there, game three and four, they've lost. And last night they lost pretty, like, pretty, like, um, did not put up, put up much of a fight last night. I'll say that. Uh, and I'll, Chris Paul hates Jose uh, Alver, Alvarado, Alvarado and uh, Herb, is his name Herb Jones from yeah. Alabama? Yeah. And Herb Jones from Alabama. He absolutely hates those two because Herb. Jose Alvarado picks him up full court anytime he's on the, anytime he's playing. And the Herb Jones guy, Chris Paul bent down to like help him up last night, like give him a hand. And Herb Jones just sat there. And didn't uh, didn't accept his help and waited for his wow. teammates to get there, so Chris Paul was just definitely not happy with the uh, Pelicans rookies. Respect or disrespect towards one of the uh, one of the goats at the point guard position. Disrespect to one of the goats at the point guard position for sure, but it worked. They won by 15 yesterday. Brandon Ingram is going off this series. You know what would help the Suns possibly? What? Cliff Paul. That is true. Cliff Paul and Jake from State Farm. They could. That's the big three that we've been missing out on. Yeah, this so whole time. last night, Chris Paul, I mean, he did have 11 assists, but he only had four points. Yeah, well, that, I mean, 11 assists, that's, that's, you know, 22 to. That's at least 22 points right there. Yeah, but if he's, the Suns are going to win without Devin Booker, he's got to score like. Gotta have eleven assists and I like want Chris 20 Paul points. to have zero points but twenty assists. That would be Chris. Like, I mean, that could That's be a Chris Paul, a Chris Paul game. But That's so last night, Brandon Ingram had thirty, and I'm pretty sure in the game before he had like forty. And uh, Jonas Valanciunas also playing very well. He yeah. had twenty six and fifteen rebounds. CJ McCollum at eighteen points. Herb Jones is actually pretty good. The, the rookie from Alabama. Perfect 3 and D guy. Perfect 3 and D guy. Super athletic. He had 13 points. Um, he's really long. Like, he's just a long dude. He is know? very long. He just has really, like, a, and a long wingspan. Like, can play really good defense and could has a good three-point shot. He had a crazy block last night. On who? I forget who it was on, but... Remember the Suns had, are also like a team full of role players, and then Devin Booker and Chris Paul. And yeah, Aiton. so that's like the Suns can beat anyone if they have Devin Booker, but when and you take really him well away, they're not as good. So I'm going to be honest. If Devin Booker does not come back for this series, I think that the Pelicans beat them. I think it'll go to game seven, but I think that the Pelicans will beat them. And, I mean, Zion's not even playing. Which he could come back like any day now. I because apparently he wants to play and the Pelicans aren't letting him play. Really? Yeah. Apparently that's what. Apparently he says he wants to play. Hmm. And the Pelicans don't think he's ready. Or my opinion huh. is that he's already expressed interest of wanting to leave New Orleans. I so, thought that Zion didn't want to play. No, Zion wants to play. Parent. Apparently, he huh. said he's ready to go. But what I think they're doing is the Pelicans, since he they know he wants to leave, and he when will his contract be up? Not this year, but next year. Yeah, so I think what they're trying to do is they're just trying to like lower his value as much as possible by just not having him play, and then they're just gonna trade him. 
see it's Zion though, so it's like you, how how much could you lower his value? You know, I don't know. I feel like you just show show him Duke highlights. If you just keep like, like playing up the injuries and not playing him, I think you could lower his value a good bit. I think if they win this series, he will. And it's if it's the case that you're explaining that Zion wants to play. And the Pelicans have a legit shot if Zion plays, and he's definitely going to play. Dude, the Pelicans, when they have a good game, are a very good team. They just don't... It's crazy that the Spurs play in a basically single-digits game with them in the last, like, five minutes. That's what I'm saying. It's like... The <laughs> they were getting blown out pretty much the whole game, but... The Pelicans play, like, every game close. Like... Yeah, they're addicted to close games. So so do the Timberwolves. Like, if Timberwolves they're playing, choked like, yeah, the Timberwolves hard. Yeah, Timberwolves choke. Like if the if they're playing the Pistons, they'll like play bad and have a close game with the Pistons. And if they play with the the Suns, like they'll play have a close game and they beat the Suns last night. It's just I don't know. They're addicted to close games for sure. That's how I thought Auburn was gonna be come postseason. But hot take, I'm picking the Pelicans in that series. I can't give up on the Suns yet. They're just too good. No Devin Booker, Pelicans are winning for sure. Campaign. Takeover game soon. Warriors versus Nuggets. I think the Warriors, if the Suns lose this, the Warriors have a cakewalk through the West. They'll, they'll play the the winners of the Suns and Pelicans. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think The Warriors could be. I think the Warriors are winning it all, if yeah, I'm being honest. They, they very well could be, and I wouldn't be too upset with that. I like, I like those guys. I wouldn't mind it. I would like to see like a young team that are kind of. I want to see the win. Celtics win it because I like Tatum, um, or the Heat wouldn't be terrible, just because I like Jimmy Butler. I like Bam. Um, yeah, I don't really mind who wins the it Bulls, this year. They're not going to, but that would be cool. I don't know. The Cavs and Bulls don't really get along, so I understand that you would want that. Yeah, if there's any like, I think guess that's like the only rivalry the Cavs really have is the. Bulls. Well, the Celtics, kind of. Well, the Celtics, yeah. The Celtics because of LeBron. Um, I don't want to see the Jazz, the Mavs. The I don't think Sixers. they have a chance to win it. Yeah. Um, the Jazz and Mavs just seems like a team that every year is just going to be the fourth and fifth seed. Yeah. <laughs> and be, like, pretty good. Perennial but not, fourth and fifth seed. But be pretty good and then just not, they're just not going to win it. Until Luka can, like, play with somebody that's also pretty good at basketball. Yeah, they need if Luca like had game. like another stud, that would be sick. Mm. They tried it with Porzingis, that did not work out. Yeah. I don't know how. I don't know, I guess. I think what does Luca need? I think Porzingis just might not be good. Does Luca need another score? Does he need someone to play deep? Like, uh, what do you do if you're the Mavs and you're trying to? Build I think a team? he just like needs Dinwiddie's like, pretty good. Brunson's pretty good. I I think he just needs like the Miami Heat, like a good just, coach, just like really good coach and really good team, like really good role players. Maybe like the Suns. Yeah. If you took out like Devin Booker and put in Luka Doncic, that'd be like an unbeatable team. I feel like. Well, like, if what you're saying, if you switch Booker and Luka. Yeah. Like, yeah, but then, the yeah, Suns because be cause Luka can score and he can pass. I think Luka well. just needs the rest of his teammates to get rebounds, play good defense, and then he'll he'll figure it out on offense. Get the Well, Luka loves getting his rebounds, too. 
Yeah. He loves I don't know. What does Luca need? Guess the same thing I, LeBron I don't, needs. I don't know because it's like he doesn't really – he likes being the guy. Yeah. And I could see a meltdown happening if someone is like kind of outshining him. Luca, and I'm not I saying guess he's Luca's just like, like a, a LeBron, and you just got to give him maybe like a. He's a team killer. You just got to give him another, another superstar. Yeah, I I think that would be ideal. Imagine if him and Trey Young played together. That'd be really cool. <laughs> because they were, you know, they were traded for each other. Yeah, and their Trey Young fans and Luca fans kind of hate each other. I don't. Know. I I always say though, if Luca like was the on the Hawks, win, that'd be so cool. Yeah, and I think if Trey was on, like if the that Mavs, trade never happened, oh dude, that, the NBA that would still be, be cool. Yeah. It would just be different. Yeah, that would be cool. Because I mean, the trade is still a win-win because they both got generational talent. Yeah, and the Cam Reddish could have been very good, which was the Mavs pick that the Hawks got the next year. Uh, who's now on the Knicks? And he could have been good, but I think the, he just has not been. The f- a lot of different factors kind of went into it, and he still could be pretty good. But uh, yeah. what is that noise? Can you hear that? The like the it's like the headphones static. No, I can't hear. Maybe it's just like it might be my headphones. Okay, try I, plugging I, them in like more. Sometimes when it comes like a little bit loose out of the thing. All right, I, I did that. Um. Anyways. Yeah, yeah, Luca so, on the Hawks would be cool. Him and Bogdanovich, one of my favorite players to watch because I watched them bogey. warm up. I watched them warm up when I went to my first NBA game, and he made every he shot. made every shot and the net didn't move, and I'm like, oh, I want to be that guy. So I really like him, but um, I want to be that guy. Yeah, now I I have made my game. I'm trying. I haven't played basketball in a while. I want to. I always want to play basketball. And then, like, this weekend, I was going to go, like, shoot around by myself, like, just kind of get some practice in. And I got out of bed, and I just, not stretching anything, I just jumped. Like, I did a little box jump when I got in my living room, and I landed kind of weird. And I destroyed my lower back, and I feel like an old man, and it hurts to walk. And, like, it, it really annoys me. And I'm only 20, you know? I should not be having a lower back pain. It's, it's gotten better. I might be able to play by this weekend if I have time, which I should have time this weekend. All my stuff is due Thursday and Friday, and then I have one final because a lot of my finals are essays and stuff. I Technically, I have two finals. But I wish my finals were essays. Yeah, well, it kind of sucks because I have two essays due this week, two different classes. Yeah. Um, and then I thought I was going to have another final, but uh, – if you like the grade that you have in the class, you don't have you don't have to take the final. If you do like some extra credit assignment, which I have an A in the class, so probably just gonna do that. Seems like a good idea. I don't know. I don't know why I'm talking about school. Why am I talking about school? Yeah. Uh, any last things before we go to PSAs? Any last things before we go to PSAs? Um, nah. The Raptors are up by thirteen. Pick back up, finish up NBA when we come back. All right, that sounds good. I'm I'm kind of tired. I'm not gonna lie. I had a little recliner nap before this because I uh, I went downstairs, ate some Cheez-Its. My uh, roommate had a uh, Matrix on, and uh, I was sitting in the recliner. Then I got to the point where I was too tired to get up from the recliner, and I took me a little power nap in the recliner, and I am still exhausted. And I I haven't done anything today physically. Yeah. I went to class, and I walked around a little bit. Like I walked from 
Dude, listen to this. So I went to class today to take the Excel expert exam mm-hmm. um, certification thing. So it's like, so I already, I've already passed the associate, and I'm going for the expert. Um, not sure why. Auburn says if you have the expert uh, certification, you make more money coming out of college. Uh, hopefully they're right, because I took it today, and you need a 700 to pass, and I made a 692. <sighs> so, so I got to come back and take it on Wednesday. Wow. Which I'm going to pass it on Wednesday. Because, I mean, I know, like, what I missed now. Yeah. But when I had to call a teacher over there, and she had to write down my score, and then I was like, come on now. Help me out here. You want to you wanna round, you wanna that round that up? Eight points? <laughs> uh, no, she didn't. And I'm going back Wednesday. It's, that is a tough scene right there. That's a tough scene. That is a tough scene. Um, well, we got to go to PSAs, but uh, everyone during this PSA just, you know, just have Egan in your thoughts. Go get some cheeses. Yeah, get some cheeses. Maybe take a recliner nap after. after Maybe listening take a to recliner show. nap. Just sleep in the recliner. I, well, the, I know. I don't know if my dad's listening right now, but if he is, like, I know he's in the recliner chilling, and he's probably gonna like doze off in the recliner after the show. Probably. Gonna, I think you have to. As probably dad. put on like he uh he likes watching YouTube on the iPad. He's probably gonna throw some like. I don't know some like Ichiro highlights and is recommended, and then he's just gonna fall asleep. Which I've been watching Ichiro highlights myself. What? Wait, what did you say? Ichiro? Ichiro, baseball player. Oh, one of the best baseball players of all time. Did not know who that was. Seattle Mariner. All right, we gotta go. All right, we're back. You're listening to Tough Scenes, W E G L ninety one point one FM, and uh, let's let's wrap up the NBA. We'll we'll talk about uh, the awards that have been that have been. Evan Mobley got robbed. Yes. Absolutely robbed. Now, this was a really hard Rookie of the Year award to give out because there was really, like, three rookies that were all, like, really, really good. Yeah, there's three or four. Cade. Uh, Cade, uh, Mobley, Mobley. Scotty Barnes, who won it. Um, uh, Uh, Jalen Green. Tyrese Maxey, is he rookie? I don't think so, no, but if he like was, Jaylen, he'd be in there. Yeah, Jalen sure. Green. Um, but I, I, Mobley is a tremendous basketball player. We think that Mobley deserved it, or at least I think Mobley deserved it because uh, just look at the teams. Um, the Raptors were pretty good last year, and then Scotty Barnes came, and they were pretty good this year. Uh, the Cavs were really bad this year. And Evan Mobley came, and the Cavs were pretty good this year. So, I'm just saying they were pretty bad last year. Yeah, pretty pretty bad last year. Very bad, actually. Um, so I'm just saying Evan Mobley had a bigger impact on our team. Uh, kind of turned in things around, has things going in a very positive direction because everyone's really optimistic about him. And then Scotty Barnes just seems like he's going to. Be like a role player for the tr- for the Raptors. No, but I think he's gonna be their star. But he was he did play well. I just think that Evan Mobley was better. Yeah, I I agree. I think Cade probably like I thought if anybody would have been Cade or Mobley. Um, but I am a casual NBA fan. Uh, but I I thought Cade was like the best rookie, and then Mobley had the biggest impact, and he's also like you could say he's the best rookie, and then Scotty, I didn't really think you could say he was the best rookie, 
Um, but his team was pretty good. So I don't know. It that one is kind of wild to me. And then the John ja Morant just won the most improved player today. Um, he was the rookie of the year, like not last year, but the year before. And now he's the most improved. Like he was the second pick. How could it he be the true. most improved? Like I know he's had a great season. Yeah, and I, I, I mean, I, I agree with you on that. I mean, he was the second pick last year, and he was good last year. Like he wasn't bad. Well, well, two two years ago, but two still, years ago, and then like, he, he just was, like took the next step into being like a superstar. But what like he was already going to be a superstar. Yeah, but like when is it just that's what he's supposed to do? Yeah, like you're drafted two. Like, when are you sp- – like, that's just, like – And I'm not even saying this because I – well, I, I am kind of saying this because I think DeJounte Murray should have won it because Spurs – I'm a Spurs fan, and – Yeah, it's just, uh, like, when you're you're the second pick, you're expected was, to De- be a really good player. I think DeJounte was, like, the 28th or 29th pick, like, six or seven years ago, and this year he averaged – 28-9 and two steals per game. He led the league in steals this year. My, and he's uh, the only player in NBA history to do that. And he's not the most improved player. And, like, if he wasn't on the Spurs, the Spurs would have been probably the worst team in the NBA this year. And it's just, like, yeah, the, the impact on that team that he has. Like, the Grizzlies, Grizzlies are great because of job. But, but he didn't take, like, that big of a step this year. Yeah, Ja, like Ja, you're talking about Ja? Yeah. Yeah. He went from being a superstar to a megastar. Yeah. Like, he, like, when you're picked two, the goal is for you to obviously be, like, a really good player, right? Yeah. So by year three, if you're a really good player, that's just kind of what's supposed to happen. You're not, like, the most improved. In my opinion, the most improved should have been Jordan Poole for the Warriors. That, too. Yeah, I wouldn't Poole, been up. I wouldn't have been upset. I'm gonna look up won. Jordan Poole's stats, honestly. I think he was year. undrafted or a second round pick, and he's <clears throat> been kind of not the guy in Golden uh, for Golden. State, so he was the, one uh, of the guys. So the last pick of the first round in 2019, and he averaged. Let me find his stats from last year. So last year he only averaged 12 points. And this year he's averaging 19. And last year his three point percentage was 35%. This year it's 37%. His big jump. Yeah. So, dude, like, Jordan, like, there's just so many people who are actually, like, not very good and now are very good. And they're just going to give it to Job Moran because he's the biggest name. But in my opinion, it should have 100% been Jordan Poole. And then, well, John Morant doesn't even really want the award. He dropped the award off at Desmond Baines' house, and he's like, this is your award. Uh, Who even is Desmond Baines? He plays for the – he balls out on the Grizzlies. He's really good. Shooting guard. Here you go. This um, is yours. Yeah, nice, NBA. Give it to someone who literally won't keep it. Yeah, I mean, DeJounte had 16, 7, 5 yeah, give it to Last someone year, who literally just does not want it. And only four triple-doubles, and then this year he had 21, 8, 9, and 13 triple-doubles. And he also averaged two steals a game, which is crazy. And No, not the most improved player. It's probably because he plays for the Spurs. So John Morant has averaged 18, 19, and 27. That's not improving. It's just you're a really good basketball player. <laughs> 
Yeah, like, I mean, that is crazy. Eight, he averaged 18 to 19 to 27. But, yeah, second pick overall. Yeah, yeah like that's, – Yeah, that's, that's not fair, dude. You're taking the most shots out of everyone. You're taking the – you have the most minutes out of everyone. Your second pick. Like, it's not most improved. But, I mean, that's – that's literally, like, every time there's awards, you're always disappointed. Yeah. You never you... actually go based on, like, criteria. It's just who's the biggest name and who's, like, the most – the best at the time. Do you think uh, Marcus Smart winning the Defensive Player of the Year was a good pick? Yes. I love that pick. I was so happy it's finally a wing guy and not a center. Because, yeah. dude, the center is your seven foot. You just stand there and reach your arms out. To be like a wing player and have to guard guys like Trey Young, Steph Curry, Luka, John Morant on the wing, and you're actually, like, successful at it, that is so hard, dude. And so I, I've, like, I'm so happy it's finally a wing guy and not a center. Because, dude, if, if, like, Marcus Smart is such a difference maker. Yeah, I agree. He is, like, the ultimate, like, glue guy for the Celtics. Yeah. Like, the Celtics wouldn't be the Celtics without Marcus I also, Smart. I like when, I would have would not have minded if Pat Bev won Defense nah, Player of the Year. Because nah. I just like Marcus it. Smart. Because, like, dude, it. if, like. DeJounte Murray could have. Rudy Gobert winning it every ago. other season. Like, bro, you're guarding centers. Yeah, I don't hate Rudy Gobert though. I don't hate Rudy Gobert. I just don't like don't the center hate... winning it because, dude, like, yeah, but he's also very. You're doing what you're good. supposed to do. Like, yeah. if you didn't have blocks as a seven foot one center, then you're. It's like, what is going on? Rudy Gobert is like the throwback center, which I really like. I don't understand how like, I don't understand basketball tactics all too much, like with spacing and all that. But I know that. The game is not what it used to be, and like fours and fives now are like stretch it's fours and like fives. Walker Kessler is kind of a old school center, a little kind of, but like he still hangs around the three point line sometimes, takes some threes. But it's like when Shaq was playing or David Robinson, you would never, never see find them. them on the three point line. And why can't that work now? Why can't you have two dominant, like a dominant four and a dominant five, and just really good, like role-playing wings in a point guard and, like, just dominate the post. I think Why can't you that would just, for that to work, you would just have to have, like, really good defense. Because it would be, like, it'd be really slow and you're only getting two points. So, like, if you, like, take the full, like, 25 seconds and, like, back someone down and do, like, a layup and then Steph Curry runs down and shoots, like, a three in, like, five seconds and, like, I feel like they're going to win. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's just a, it takes it's a little too slow for like the pace of the game, and I there's just not. I feel like if you had two of them though, there's just not OG centers. In there. Like centers don't want to play like that anymore. They yeah. want to be three point shooters. And I don't know. Dude. I, I'm not. I don't. It's not that I don't like how the NBA is now. I think it's really entertaining watching these guys score because like it's impossible to play defense. I feel like. Yeah. So that's Which why is what makes Marcus it crazier. Smart. Yeah. That's why I like what Marcus Smart is doing. It's not like, that they don't so have effort on defense or anything like that. It's just so hard to guard. I feel them. like it's just if if you're six three like Marcus Smart and you're guarding like right now he's guarding Kyrie Irving. And like or if he played the Hawks be Trey Young, Steph, like the best player like on the other team. Like Rudy Gobert, yeah, like the blocks take effort, but I don't feel like it takes nearly as much effort as Guarding a Trey Young on it, the three point line. It'd be kind of crazy if there was a, like a stat to like every. 
like a, I don't a wanna, block per foul ratio. Yeah, I don't want to bring up like that. Like he's like a center and he's seven foot and didn't have to like work for anything. So he obviously had to work like super hard. But like, yeah. if like if six foot two guy is coming down the lane and you're seven one, like it's not hardest thing in the world to block that shot. Yeah, yeah. I I, I do want that stat though. Just uh, fouled uh, blocks. Well, just like block to like unblock contested shots like i i want to see who has the best block yeah like percentage. like a like a it's almost like like a metric to see how much they really are making a difference on defense well yeah just like i want to see who's the best at blocking per contested it would shot. probably be rigo bear probably would be like yeah, a but, center uh, or like yeah but like the amount of attempts though like he probably contests a lot of shots, but doesn't get. A yeah, lot of that is true. Because like he's always down there, so like I want to get like some guards that have like crazy like who don't contest that much, but have a couple blocks. Well, I want the I always want my players to contest shots, but like I want to see who can get the most block, like who has the most contested shots that end up in a block. Mm-hmm. But like I'll, I don't know, it's. I'm gonna figure this out. I actually might make a stat. I might make. I a know stat. what you mean. Like if Rudy Gobert has ten blocks, and Marcus Smart has two blocks, but Rudy Gobert contested a hundred shots. That's ten yeah. percent. Marcus Smart only contested eight. You know, it's twenty five percent. Yeah. Yeah, but pretty much what I'm saying. I I know what you mean. Yeah. All right. Well, we gotta go to PSAs, but we'll be back. And I have to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Again. I I need something to drink, but there's no vending machines around here, man. Dude, I know. And the vending machines, they also, they don't work. They don't work. They, I've not had a problem with them, but I'm... Or they don't take... I need some, I need some caffeine or something, because I got I to gotta write a paper after this, and I'm kind of getting sleepy, I'm not going to lie, but the, the C store is not open. So. Yeah, I don't know why it's this not. Tough scene. The student Center is still full of students, yeah. and it is also finals week, but all the stores are closed. Yeah, this is brutal. I, I don't have enough time to go. Where Where do you think the closest vending machine is? Um, Bus Luke, oh, yeah, which no. is literally outside. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll be back. All right. We are back. Listen to Tough Scenes 91.1 WBGLFM. And um, what were we talking about? Uh, basketball, but I kind of want to. I don't want to move on from the from the hoops talk. I'll move on from the hoops talk. You got to talk about our mock draft. Yeah. NFL draft coming up. NFL draft is this Thursday, April twenty eighth. The first round starts April second and third round are Saturday. Fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh are Sunday. Yeah, it's the actually biggest, the fourth might also be on Saturday. The first round on TV is like the biggest scam of all time because it's. There's more commercials than there is, like, actual drafting. I know. It sucks because, like, you have to watch it, and everyone watches it, but it takes so long. I think going to the draft would be so much fun. Like, it's, like, there's not any, like, it's not. I think so, too, but then again, like. When it was in Nashville, that would have been But then again, like, it might take too long, like, in between picks. Yeah, I feel feel like like, it would just be, like, watching it in person, but, like, in person. Like, it would be kind of Imagine, like, if you're a Bengals fan. And you'd go 31st. Oh, yeah. That would suck. Yeah. I mean, I guess it would be fun if you had a couple brews. 
Yeah, uh, well, like in Nashville, it's just yeah. like something to do. You know? Boo Roger Goodell every time he walks <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah, or like hang out with a bunch of fans of your team. You know, that would be get that, their opinions. That's the coolest part of the draft is seeing the disappointed or really excited fans. Yeah, and then seeing Roger Goodell get booed, and then like I don't know, I'm just happy it's not the COVID draft. That was like the worst. That was not cool when he was in his basement the whole time. That was l- like literally the worst like sports coverage I've ever seen. It was not fun. It was and then everything was tragic too, which also made it not fun. But Yeah. So, so but we're gonna go through and because everyone else is stupid and me and Riley are the top football analysts in the country, we are gonna go and give you our first round mock draft. Are we gonna do you want the we're gonna do odds and evens? Or are you just gonna give our own first as, draft? As long as I have evens. You want the evens? You don't want first pick? No. Because, yeah, no. I don't. Here, let me let me pull up. I'm going to – so I'm pulling up a mock draft. I'm not going to copy it word for word, obviously, but I, I just need some inspiration. Uh, But nothing is loading right now. This is kind of a tough scene in itself. Yeah. My phone's getting on that low battery. All right, so here we go. So who's two? Yeah, so number f- so we're going to do it. I have all the odd picks. Riley has all the even picks. And we are going to go through and do our own uh, personal mock draft. Starting with the first pick overall, I'm going to go with Trevon Walker. Not taking Aiden Hutchinson. And I know people are going to think just because I'm an Ohio State fan and I hate Michigan. Kind of. And I also <laughs> think... Uh, I also think that Trayvon Walker is just has the potential to be like the best player in this draft, just because Aiden Hutchinson, like right now, is probably a better defensive end, like just straight up fundamentally, like check all the boxes. But Trayvon Walker is the is an athletic freak, dude. He is like probably he's like a Miles Garrett a little bit. He doesn't have it all put together quite yet. But I think if the Jaguars can help him out, he'll be the best player in his draft. That's, I mean, you really can't go wrong with these, like, the first three defensive ends on the board, I feel like. I feel like they're all three have really, really good potentials. And you can't really, I think out of all of them, Walker's probably the least polished right now, but might have the most potential. But going with my number two pick, I think that the Lions are going to go with their hometown kid, uh, Aiden Hutchinson, if that's, if this I like. I I really think that I the Lions are going to get the... Hutchinson uh, second. I think that kind of just like makes sense. I don't know who the Jags are going to pick, but I don't think it's going to. I be feel Hutchinson. like it'll be Hutchinson just because he's been like the consensus number one for so long. Yeah, I mean, it's... I wonder if the Jaguars already have this picked. Like, like this like, is our guy. We've decided already, and when the draft comes, well, it'll be easy. It's like the Bengals with Joe Burrow. Or yeah, I remember the Colts like basically. This is Andrew a luck. This is like a weird draft because there's not the Trevor Lawrence that's like n- clearly number one. Yeah, and there's and like the quarterbacks really aren't Good. fighting for a top five spot. Yeah. So number three, Aiden Hutchinson, Trevon Walker off the board. Uh, big surprise there. The Houston Texans are up next. Um, and the uh, hmm, I don't know what I want to go here. It would be good to get them a quarterback because they have Davis Mills. 
Mills um, Mafia, man. Who Mills Mafia, but sadly he's just not the guy. Yet. But Texans have another pick, don't they? Uh, they have 13 as well. Yeah. And so I think that a quarterback will be there at 13. So with the third pick, I think I'm going to, in my opinion, I am taking the best available player, and that's uh, Kayvon Thibodeau. I was going to give them an O-lineman, but then I realized they still have Laramie Tunsil at left tackle. So I was like, I'm going to pass an O-lineman for now, and I'm going to give him Kayvon Thibodeau, who also, all three of these guys like could be the best, like, could be the best defensive end. Yeah. Like, there's no – no one's, like, locked up. They're the best defensive end. Kayvon Thibodeau, if you look at his highlights, does have some of, like, the most insane plays out of the three. But apparently he doesn't want to play football that bad. That's what they say. That's what they say, and that's why he kind of has been falling. His second choice in uh, – he was the number one recruit in his class, and his second choice was Auburn. Mm-hmm. And that – his freshman year was the year we played Oregon. Uh, he was our freshman year. Like some, if you watch his imagine, highlights, he just has some of the like. Imagine if he was on that team. Him, Marlon Davidson, and Derek Brown. That would have been a scary D line, <laughs> dude. That would have been. Crazy. Dude, he's got like he has so many plays where it's just like arms extended, just putting the left tackle on the ground. Yeah, uh, he could be a beast. So, the Jets. See, it's hard for me to rate or grade offensive linemen because I don't really know what I'm looking for. So when I I know the Jets need an offensive line because they do, they just like that's what makes the most sense. So if I was the Jets, I'd just draft the best available offensive lineman. But I don't know how. Like I don't know who would be the best offensive lineman available. Now they. In this mock draft, they have Akim Ikongwu, Ekwanu, Ekwanu. The guy from uh, NC, NC State. State. They have him being the first offensive. He's a tackle getting taken. But I think the Jets take, if they take a lineman, it'll be Evan Neal. I, I also agree with that pick because uh, he went to Alabama. Yeah, that's literally why. And if you're good at Alabama, you're probably, you'll be good in the pros. Yeah. All right, pick five. I have the New York Giants. Um, I also, they need, I'm giving Iki Ekwanwu, just going to make this quick. They mm-hmm. need offensive line. They also very badly need defense, and if one of the three defensive ends were available, I'd give it to them, but they weren't, so they get Iki Ekwanwu. So next is the Panthers. Uh, I really think that they're going to trade back, but Maybe I'm not. for Baker. That would be wild. Because, I mean, Sam Darnold and Baker are set to make the same amount of money, and it's like, who do you want? Just go get Baker, maybe. That would be why. I don't see the Panthers doing that. I think they trade back because it says here that they don't have any picks on the second day. And I really mm. think that this draft's going to be like kind of more. A day two draft. Yeah, a day two draft. Uh, so, I'm, if they had to make a pick, they Kuyper said that they're going to pick Malik Willis. I wouldn't be surprised if they picked Malik Willis. And I would not be surprised if they trade down. So what do you think I should do? Should I say trade down or pick Malik Willis? Mm, let's, I say pick Malik Willis. Yeah, right, so make it more interesting. Yeah. Malik Willis off the board. And to the Panthers. We'll, we'll be, we'll, we got to do our uh, second to last PSA. So uh, pick back up with pick number seven. Yeah. New we'll, York Giants. We'll be back.
What's up, everybody? We're back. We're back. Don't listen to Tough Scenes, WEGL. And we're back we're with our uh, mock draft. Yes, we are. And we're, uh, we're on pick seven, New York Giants from the Chicago Bears. How did they get this pick? How did they get this pick? Mm, How did they get this pick? I'm not sure. But, know. so, at number five, the Giants, I gave them Icky Ikwanwu. So they got their offensive lineman. Now they're back. The seven. They're at the seventh pick. And um I was thinking Sauce Gardner here, the cornerback from Cincinnati, but I'm not gonna give him that. I'm gonna give him an offensive player. Uh Daniel Jones probably is last year. If he doesn't do good this year, he's probably out. So let's give him some help. We're gonna give him Garrett Wilson from Ohio State at number seven. And mm. now he's got another weapon. And so he's got no excuses. He's got an offensive lineman and a wide receiver. Beefing up the Giants' offense. I don't know if this was real or not, but I saw something where the Giants said that they're interested in trading Kadarius Toney. Did you see anything about that? I could see that. I mean, doesn't he have, like, some off-the-field issues? I don't know. I know he did in Florida. That's why he fell them a little bit. Um, um, that would not be, sure. Because he's really good. He is really good. And they have Darius Slayton, War Eagle. Uh, and they have, uh, don't they have, they have Evan Ingram as well. Not that bad. Pretty good tight end, solid. Yeah. Uh, and then they would be drafting Akim Equanu. Equanu and Garrett Wilson. So and now I guess Garrett Wilson. Maybe so yeah. that offensive will be pretty good next year. Well, uh, eight, Falcons. I was going to take Garrett Wilson. Uh, but now I can't. So, <laughs> the Falcons need a receiver, but this is going to be such a like receiver-heavy draft that I think they could get some good guys later, uh, like Olave, maybe. If, he, if Olave goes second day, that would be kind of wild. Um, so, I'm going to take Kyle Hamilton because I think he's the best player in the draft right now. Um, so yeah, the Falcons with Kyle Hamilton has kind of fell for whatever reason. I don't know why. I think like literally for no reason. Pre-draft, he like if someone said he would have went number one, I wouldn't like have been. Shocked. Oh yeah, a long like a month and a half ago, he was a top five pick. I think he's and now in this be. in this mock draft, I'm looking at he is thirteen. He's he is uh yeah. So he is on this one. So they he went there. Seattle Seahawks. Uh, they're really bad. At a lot of things. And so, I was going to give him a receiver, but they did get, um, what's his name? Noah Fant from uh, the, Broncos. the Broncos. They have Noah Fant, DK Metcalf. So, they have receivers. Um, is there an O-lineman available still? Yeah, there's one pretty good one. Uh, Charles Cross yeah. from Mississippi State. Um, it's... I would give him that, but their defense is so bad, and with Sauce Gardner still available, I'm going to give him Sauce Gardner from Cincinnati. I think he's going to be the best cornerback in the draft. Um, that's a hot take there, thinking he's going to be the best cornerback. Um, and, uh, but yeah, maybe boost up the defense a little bit for Seattle, giving him Sauce Gardner. Yeah, that's that's. <clears throat> I think he's going to be a solid player in the NFL. Now the Jets at 10 – I picked Evan Neal for them. I 
genuinely don't know what the like the Jets need everything. Could go Drake London. That's what that's what this mock draft saying. There's also that defensive end from Florida State, yeah. uh, Jermaine Johnson. Yeah, that that sounds like a like a good pick. Like he sounds like a solid pick for the uh, Jets because I don't I don't know much about Drake London. Like I don't know if he's gonna be is he worth the tenth overall pick. It's kind of like he's got potential to be a Mike Evans. He's six four. He's a weapon in the red zone. And I mean, it would with Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson's not bad. So yeah, I'll I'll go Drake London then. I'll go Drake, Drake London to the Jets, beefing up the Jets uh offense, giving Zach Wilson another option. The Commanders. Um, I was thinking of that Jermaine Johnson guy, but they honestly kind of have not the worst defensive line in the world. So I'm gonna give them uh. Derek Stingley Jr. to the Washington Commanders. Beef up the defense a little bit more. Riverboat Ron, defensive guy. He's going to love that pick, and I think he'll be good. Vikings. Vikings at 12. I'll go I'll go Charles Cross. Charles Cross, that's a good pick because they don't have a very good O-line. Yeah. Charles Cross to the Minnesota Vikings. Now 13, says the Houston Texans from Cleveland. Uh, but of course we have Deshaun Watson now. Hmm, who did we? Who did I give him earlier? I gave him Kayvon Thibodeau. Dude, do I just go Kayvon Thibodeau and Jermaine Johnson? Give him two defensive ends. <laughs> that would be kind of cool. Not gonna lie, that would be cool. That would be cool. But I mean, there's there's someone left on this that could. There's two guys that I think could really impact the Texans. All right, Texans, they have Kayvon Thibodeau. I'm going to go. You know, I'm going to make this a really good defense. Give him Jordan Davis from Georgia. Okay. Okay. I love. Dang it. Jordan Davis, in my opinion, <laughs> I love Jordan Davis. If he went one, wouldn't even be mad. I was going to. Would not even be mad if he went one. I was going to put him as the next the next pick for me uh, with Baltimore. Imagine. That's like such a ball. I feel like that's a Baltimore pick too. I would. I please, Baltimore. Please, Jordan Davis, do not go to Baltimore and have to play the Browns because he is going to be good. I'm, six six three forty. Yeah, four seven Dude, forty. If you, bro, you put him in in Baltimore next to Calais Campbell, it'd be well, so unfair. I'm putting Jermaine Johnson on the other side of Calais Campbell. That's who oh. I'm picking. Dude, the Ravens are in a really good spot here. Yeah, I don't know how they're the fourteenth pick. Dang, dude. That's, yeah, how are they? That's crazy. Eagles. It, yeah, this is crazy though. It's Jordan Davis, dude. The Texans though, Thibodeau and Jordan Davis. That would be nasty. Texans won in this mock draft. They would have a. What if they're both busts? Hopefully, <laughs> I hope. Not. Let's really hope not. But so the Eagles are next. Um, they have in this mock draft I'm currently looking at. They have them taking Jamison Williams. Me too. Uh. That's who I was thinking that the Texans should have picked. The Eagles' defense is bad, though. And there's this Trent McDuffie guy, cornerback from Washington, who's still available. Um, Ooh. Oh. I like this pick. 
the Eagles? No. This this other guy in the draft. I feel like the Eagles are always just swinging. I know who them. I'd pick if I was the Eagles. Oh, Eagles have 18 as well. They have 18 as well? Okay, yeah, I'm going with Trent McDuffie, cornerback from Washington. Hopefully help out their defense a little bit. Yeah. So, Saints. At 16. They have them picking Trevor Penning. I do know who this is, and I've watched uh, someone break down his Northern film. Iowa? He's got to be good. No. The, this guy that broke down his film uh, had him at, like rated as like a sixth-round talent, and I watched it, and it is terrible. I oh, don't like Trevor this Trevor Penning's bad? Yeah, like he's Ooh. probably going to be a bust. So, in that, in that, in that case, is there any other offensive linemen? that the Saints could possibly Um, There's Tyler Lindenbaum, but he's a center from Iowa, and he is going to be good. I like like that guy, too. I've seen some. I think I've talked about him on the pod before. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But the Saints, like, if... if, uh, You go receiver? That's what I'm thinking, because Maybe Michael uh, Thomas doesn't come back? Yeah, I couldn't think of his last name for some reason. And, like, Jamison Williams could be really good. Yeah. And they have Jamis. They don't have Sean Payton anymore. I don't know how their line's looking. I don't know how their defense is looking. But when I see Jamison Williams. Their defense is still pretty good. They still have Cam Jordan. Cam Jordan, Marshawn Lattimore. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just, I'm going with uh, I'm going with Jamison Williams. Jamison Williams, the New Orleans Saints, 16. That would be interesting. This mock draft has the Chargers picking Jordan Davis. Imagine. Oh, my God, dude. Khalil Mack, Joey Bosa, and Jordan Davis. Dude. Good luck. Oh, my. Dude, just that division is so good. All right. So, <laughs> I wish I wish you didn't pick Jordan Davis because I'd love for the yeah. Chargers to get him. So, this one, I'm not sure where I want to go with the Chargers. Because, like, I feel like their roster is really good top to bottom. They just somehow are not winning their games. So, I don't know what that could be. So, to help them out, I'm going to give them a deep threat. And I'm going to give them Chris Olave. That, that's a good pick. So, Justin Herbert can let it fly. Chris Olave, deep, get a lot of touchdowns. Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. Yep. Now, Eagles back at 18. I know. Who give him a cornerback first. Now, who are you going to give him? I'm going to give him a middle linebacker. A middle linebacker, Nicobe eh? Nicobe Dean. Nicobe Dean. Watch out for this guy. This guy, I... Ooh, I, I even, like this guy a lot. He's not even in uh, the mock draft I'm looking at. He's not even in the first round. Oh, he's 21 on mine. And I went to Georgia. Stud. Absolute stud. stud. He made that Georgia team so much better defensively. He's part of the reason why people were saying this is the best defensive team they've ever seen. I really like N'Kobe Dean a lot. So I like middle linebackers as well. So And he's the best one in the draft. So that was 18 to the Eagles. They just beefed up their defense. Trent McDuffie and Nicobe Dean, cornerback and a middle linebacker. Saints again. So you gave them Jamison Williams. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give them. I'm not sure who I want to give them here. I think they might. I would trade out of this spot if I was them, to be honest. Me too. But it's not high enough for them to get good value to trade. Yeah. But it's decent value. So. What I might do here, this is going to be very hot take. 
but give me Kenny Pickett on the New Orleans Saints. Dang it. Give me Kenny Pickett on New Orleans Saints. That's not Jameis. He's let's be honest. Jameis is not a guy. No, I think he could be. I feel like he he might could be, but in my opinion, he's not a guy. Let's bring in Malik Willis. He's athletic. Maybe not ready right now. Let him sit, and then when he's t- when it's time to play him, play him, and it'll be it'll work out fine. So now they have Jameis Williams and Kenny Pickett to work together. Steelers are next. Um, well, I don't know who to pick now. Uh, um, Malik Willis and Kenny Pickett are now off the board. And there's just not another quarterback that I think is. The only other quarterback I would consider here is the guy from uh, Cincinnati. I've also seen Matt Corral is yeah. impressing a lot of people as of late as because of his uh, recall. Big big quarterback term there, recall. Can remember a lot of things. Yeah, I mean that's I feel like the Steelers are definitely drafting a quarterback. So I feel like the Steelers are probably gonna trade up in this draft, but if they stay at twenty and for some reason the Saints draft Kenny Pickett, uh I really I really don't know, dude. I guess I guess I'm gonna go. I I've seen more film of Matt Corral, so I'm gonna pick Corral. But I think Ritter could be good too. Matt Corral to the Steelers at yeah. number twenty. That's a last two picks been piping hot. Yeah. Well, we gotta go to PSAs. We'll yeah, finish we'll finish this uh, first round. We only got like first round. twelve more picks, and then that'll be the show. Actually, so we'll be back. All right, we're All back. Right, we're back. This is tough scenes. W-E-G-L. Going to finish up our uh, mock draft here. Speed running. Pick 21. Patriots. Patriots. Who do I want to give them here? Mm, Who's the Patriots center right now? I don't know. But I'm going to give them a player that they can use a little bit. they got Mac Jones, who is a good quarterback. I'm going to give them a receiver. Traylon Burks out of Arkansas. I'm going to be completely honest with you here. I think Traylon Burks has potential to maybe be the best receiver in this draft. I agree. That's why I was going to. He's kind of, like, if he gets used right, he's kind of a Debo Samuel. He's big. Physical. Super physical. Um, Just didn't quite have the production in, like, the wow plays in college. Uh, Like, uh, you know. Jamison Williams, Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson, all them had. But he has potential here, and I'm going to give him to the Patriots and see how they use him. That is a tough scene for me. And the Packers. And the Packers, because that was going to be my pick. So, I'm going to go with... Uh, the next quarter or receiver taken in this mock draft, which was actually what Kuiper picked the Packers to get. No clue who he is. Never watched film. Christian Watson from North Dakota State. Christian uh, Watson. But not sure who that guy is either. Maybe he'll he'll be a dog. I don't know. Yeah. So I got the Cardinals here at twenty three, and I'm gonna give him Tyler Linderbaum. 
the he's an interior O lineman. He can play guard, played center at Iowa, but I, he can play guard as well. And uh, Kyler Murray isn't very happy there, so let's beef up the O line. Maybe he can have a what was what's the guy's name? Completely blanking now. Quentin. Uh, Quentin Nelson. Quentin Nelson effect. Just completely make that turn that team around. Tyler Linderbaum to the Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> Twenty three. Dallas Cowboys. Twenty four. I really don't know who they could pick here. That would be like really solid. Um, Lewis Seen from Georgia, safety. Uh, really physical player, nickel corner, safety. Played a little bit of linebacker too. Ran a four three seven. Uh, that just seems like a Cowboys pick. Mm. So Cowboys pick. Yeah. All right. 25, the Buffalo Bills. Uh, hmm. Defense is good. I'm going to give them Jahan Dodson from Penn State. Yes. He's a really good receiver. Uh, I watched him play against Ohio State and tear us up a couple times. Um, but, yeah, he's really good. Josh, Josh Allen, another super good weapon. That would make them very good. Titans, uh, I like what Kuyper said on this mock draft for what they picked. Uh, or for who they should pick. Zion Johnson, guard, center from Boston College. I was thinking maybe a Desmond Ritter. Mm, no. Back up Tannehill for two years. Tannehill's contract runs up. Desmond Ritter takes over. Not yet. So, I have 27, the Bucks. Uh I was going to take that Zion Johnson guy. He is not available, so I'm going to give him a defensive. The thing is, they don't even almost – they don't really need a linebacker or defensive end. What do they need? Hmm. I'm going to give them Andrew Booth, Clemson cornerback. Yeah, he's a good player. Yeah. All right, Packers, 28. Uh, is there any good pass rushers left? There's this guy from Purdue whose name's George Carr Laftis. Yeah, that's who this what they have him they have him going to the Packers. Who did you take uh twenty two for them? I took uh who did I take? I don't know. I'm blanking. You took I took a receiver, I took Christian Watson. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um there's also Arnold Ibiquete, Penn State, uh, defensive end, pass rusher. I'll pick him. I'll pick him. Maybe he's the next Micah Parsons. Who knows? All right. So who do I have next? I'm sorry. I'm not looking at it right now. I'm uh, looking Chiefs. something else. Okay. Chiefs? They have back-to-back, actually. So we'll work together here. They have back-to-back. I'm trying to find a list of the just top 50 recruits in this class. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. So I have the Chiefs. Huh. What do the Chiefs need? I'm. Do you, have you uh, given Lewis sign yet? Yeah, I gave them to the uh, – Cowboys. You know what? I'll give them Roger McCreary from yeah. Auburn. Yeah. There you go. And then I'll give them 
David Ajabo from Michigan, outside linebacker. And then who's up next? The Bengals? Yeah. For the Bengals, mm, you know, I kind of want to give him Kenneth Walker. I'm not a big Joe Mixon fan. He's fantastic for them, though. He is very good. So, because he's taken, I'm going to give him Joshua Pascal, a defensive end for Kentucky. 32, last pick of the first round. Short Lions, I'll give him Quay Walker, inside linebacker, Georgia. Also very, very good one. I was, if I had that pick, I was going to give him Kenneth Walker. Yeah, Desmond Ritter wouldn't be a bad. Pick get him either. a linebacker. Get him a running back. But uh, yeah, that's our mock draft. That's our uh, mock draft. Really everyone, hard. it's really hard to do those because I can't remember. Yeah, once you get to the end, it kind of it gets like, hard. Oh, can this be over? <laughs> Some other players that I think will be good though: George Pickens, yeah, wide receiver, Georgia, Auburn commit till the signing day. Yeah. Uh, screw that. That sucks. Um, I think Jahan Dotson from Penn State. Penn State will be good. Uh, looking at some Daxton Hill from Michigan might be good. Kyir Elam, his brother played for the Ravens, Matt Elam. It's not bad at Florida. This is going to be a fun draft, though, because I don't really know that Christian many players. Harris. Christian Harris and John Mechie both could be very good. Yeah, this is going to be a fun draft because I don't really know, like, any players outside of the top ten? I don't know a lot of them. Uh, like day two and three for me is going to be super fun because I'm not going to know any of the players. And I'm all, also I'm going to s- spend hours on YouTube this weekend looking up all of the Browns draft picks and watching like every highlight they have on YouTube. James Cook, he could be good. Dalvin Cook's little brother. Yeah, I saw it, he goes to uh Adam, he's in the Cardinals like third round in this mock draft. That would be cool. This guy, Arnold Ebekati, uh-huh. Penn State Edge, looks like he's forty six years old. <laughs> Isaiah Smiller. He's not bad. He's good at uh if there's Indiana. if like if there's any Alabama linebackers available, just take them. Yeah, Christian Harris. Just take them. They're going to be good. Yeah. Well, what do you want to talk about for the next three minutes? Mm. Uh, a little finals preview? How uh, how is how's the rest of the year looking like for you? Got to take a lot of tests at really weird times. It's the worst, dude. I know. Like 7 p.m., 8 a.m. Dude, I wish Wellpack was a thing, dude. We can just go get our little summer jobs back. It would be nice. It'd be nice. I don't know what I'm gonna do over the summer. Might have another show, just like a baseball show. I don't know either. Um, because I'm gonna be still here over the summer. At least that's my plan of right now. Um, yeah. But I have no clue where I'm gonna work or anything. It's me. It's looking like a tough scene right now for us, but you know we'll always find a way. I guess we'll figure some out. Maybe we'll just. Put our names in the draft and get drafted on Thursday. Yeah, that yeah, that would be nice. I'll uh, next year. Yeah, we'll we'll go to the Auburn pro day and be like, hey, let's let's practice. You'll yeah. be, you know, they'll like us. I might be in like the uh, Lithuanian basketball league draft as well. That would be cool. 
I throw my hat in for like the twentieth round of the MLB draft. <laughs> yeah, I can just like I I can just call up a random coach. Yeah. Like, yo, can you? Uh, what do you, you think is gonna be the craziest thing that's gonna happen in the draft Thursday? I don't know. I feel like there's gonna be a lot of trades. I feel I like think, there's gonna be a lot of teams that are sold on one guy and they're gonna trade. I think it's, it's like there's gonna be a position where like one guy goes early. Maybe it's Malik Willis or Kenny Pickett, and then the like they just go like all of them go at once. Like I think like it's it's either gonna be like the defensive line, and like the defensive line is just gonna all go, or like they're gonna draft Chris Olave at like six, and then all the receivers are gonna go pretty soon after that, or like someone's gonna take a quarterback early, and everyone's gonna panic and move up and take quarterback. Yeah, it, whoever's going to be the first quarterback taken, it's just going to be a freak out on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, this one's better. This one's better. Like, it's going to be – I'm just excited for Twitter and social media in general on draft day. It's the best. It's, like, it's just going to be so many questions from the draft until the first game, like, yeah, with all these players because well, no one has any idea what's going to happen. If Hutchinson goes – if he doesn't go number one. That'll be crazy. That and be he crazy. goes to the Lions. Yeah. I hope the Lions whatever, have a really Yeah, good whatever draft. team drafts a quarterback is just going to be – you have no idea how their season's going to go. Yeah, because we have no idea how these quarterbacks are going to do. Like, usually have a kind of a general sense. Could be, be could be really good, could be horrible. No one has, like, absolutely any idea with these guys. Yeah. I'm just hyped because of how many wide receivers are in this draft. Yeah, and a lot of, like, defensive players. A lot of defensive line. Good offensive linemen as well. Tough scenes, offensive lineman podcast. No running backs, really. Not any first round running backs. I could see Kenneth Walker. There's no like crazy guys. Kenneth Walker was really good, but he wasn't like. Yeah, it's not like Derrick Henry, Zeke. Zeke. Who like who has been a really big name coming out? Delma Cook. Yeah, it's Uh, not like one of those guys. Yeah, but it's not also not a tight end in the first first round. Iowa usually got. Has at least one a year, it feels like. Yeah. Safeties are slim pickings. So Cor- is corner, really. Like, talent. like the, the There's only, like, three really good corners. Yeah. There's one really, really good safety, I think. And Best that's it. Draft. Like, oh. there's, like, Kyle Hamilton. Lewis isn't bad either. There's Kyle Hamilton, Sauce Gardner, and Derek Stingley are, like, the really good guys. And then yeah. after that, it's really, it's, like. Who knows? Like, you could switch, like, fourth through tenth. Yeah. Well. That's the show. That's the show. It's 10 p.m. Yeah. Uh, we'll be back hopefully next Monday. I, we're planning on next Monday. Yeah, we'll be here next Monday, uh, probably, most likely. Yeah, 99%. Unless, sure. like, we have a final during that time. Yeah, which highly doubt that. Yeah, <laughs> almost I, can, I don't can, think I do. Shouldn't. Almost can confirm that I don't have a final at 8 p.m. on Monday. But who knows? Maybe Auburn gets a little wacky. Who knows? But uh, I hope you all enjoyed the show. Uh it's going to be a fun draft this week. I'm excited. It's going to be a fun week in sports. Hopefully I get to watch. Fun week in sports. Uh, NBA playoffs, draft, baseball. Yeah. We didn't even really get to talk about baseball. It's all right, though. That is true. It's regular season baseball. But we'll Still see, early. We'll see you all next Monday. See Love you ya. guys. Love you guys.
Thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode of Tough Scenes. If you're interested in more sports content, visit weglfm.com. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at Riley Zepp and at Egan.83. I hope everyone has a great rest of the week, and I'll see you next Monday at 9 with another episode of Tough Scenes.